Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're watching another episode of Bannockdotes, a podcast that holds it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. Now, I'm your host, Phil Paxton. Thank you for joining me today. If you aren't already, do me a favor. Subscribe to the YouTube channel just right down below. Give this video a like and leave a comment in the comment section down below. Tell me if you like it. Tell me if you don't like it. Tell me some of the questions you want me to ask coming up on shows, maybe some you want me to get rid of, maybe questions you're sick of hearing, uh, maybe some guest suggestions, you know, uh, and if you, if you're a guest that wants maybe come out, reach me at banecdotes at gmail.com, uh, and you could also hit me up at our Instagram, where we're fairly active, that's just at banecdotes, where we do all our clips, all the guests that are coming up, we post about the shows that are happening, because we got some shows happening this summer, all the stuff is happening on our Instagram, so follow us there. That would be delightful. Thank you very much. All right, let's get into the shows that are happening. We've got a couple shows left in the month of May, and then we're going to jump into the June shows, and we got lots of shows, so buckle up. This Friday, uh, this weekend, in fact, actually, Adam and the Metalhawks and Revive the Rose are playing a couple shows around Ontario. This Friday, they're in Toronto at Sneaky D's. Uh, May 28th, that's Saturday, they're in Ottawa at the Brass Monkey. And Sunday, May 29th, they're in Barrie at the Queens. Friday, May 27th, however, if you're in Brampton at Spot One Grill and Music Hall, we have Millspect with Mile End, Cohesion, Bar Down, and Gavel. That's going to be a great show. Saturday, May 28th, Niagara Metal Music Presents. We have Swap and Drop Dead, five-year anniversary with Fanatics, Blood Opera, The House of Haunts, and Electric Dead at Camp Cataract. Friday, June 3rd, in Ottawa, we have Protest Hero, the Aphelion, and Salem Trials, and they're playing at Bronson Center Theatre. Saturday, June 4th, in Peterborough, we have Choices Made, The Napoleon, Nothing Serious, and The Bayside Dropouts at Historic Red Dog. In Hamilton, we have Scabs Off, The Slime, and Rest Haven at the Doors Pub that night. But if you're in Cambridge, Cambridge, sorry, at Rhythm and Brews Brewing Company, we have Pink Lemonade and Have Hope Presents. We're back with Pew Pew Pew, The Anti-Queens, Handheld, The Flying Hellfish, Frank Ducks, Your Pal Bill, Psychic Void, Cun and the Bad Look, Koi Pussy, Mayor of Arum, Pep Talk, and Midwife Crisis. June 3rd, that's the Friday, in Toronto, at Sneaky D's, we have Send the Ravens, Diamond Weapon, Sky Caught Fire and My Evil Twin. Monday, June 6th in Toronto, we have Satanic Surfers, No Fun at All, Chaser, and Choices Made at the Velvet Underground. Comeback Kid are doing a couple shows. June 9th, they're in St. Catharines uh, at the Warehouse. June 10th, they're at the Community Center in Mount Elgin. And June 11th, they're at Tide Down Fest in Detroit. I know that's not in Ottawa, but I'm plugging this tour. And June 12th, they're at the Rec Room in Buffalo. Wednesday, June 15th, in Kitchener at the Study Room, aka Ask a Punk, we got Massanera, Terry Green, and Basque. Constrain and our homies in Reality Tonight are doing a couple shows. June 16th, they're at the Milton Legion. June 17th, they're at the Doors Pub in Hamilton. And then they're ending that run June 18th at Vast Droy. 
butchered that name, that's for sure. And that's in Toronto. Make sure you ask for someone or look that up on Google for that place. Uh, you can check it up on the screen right there. I definitely butchered that name. Vast Drove Boy? Yeah, you get it. Thursday, June 16th in St. Catharines, we have the Mayside celebrating the release of their new beer, Good Old Haze IPA with the Royal North at the Warehouse. Sunday, June 19th in Windsor, we have Hexus, Hell is Other People, and Netheria with are at the backstage. Tuesday, June 21st, we have a Banecdotes Presents in St. Catharines. We have Hexus, Cothra, Temple of Night, and Deciphering the Pale. And that's at the Warehouse. Definitely get your tickets for that. They're selling quick. You know, Hexus, is their, they're a cool band. They're actually coming from Copenhagen. Uh, that's all the way from fucking Denmark. That's far. Um, so definitely go check them out. Uh, they're playing some black and hardcore. And uh, we're really excited to have them uh, play our, our small town in St. Catherine. So definitely go check that out. Uh, it's going to shred for sure. Uh, however, if you are in Ottawa that night at the Brass Monkey, we have Suffocation with The Atheist, uh, Surruption, uh, Introl, and Gland. Thursday, June 23rd in Toronto at the Hard Luck, we have Dayglow Abortions, Hate Speech album release with Citizen Rage, Dragged In, and Losers. In Hamilton that night at the Doors Pub, we have Cognitive, Tombstoner, Locator and World's Grasp. Friday, June 23rd, or June 24th, in Windsor, at the backstage, we have Cognitive, Tombstoner, and Vile Driver. Saturday, June 25th, in Niagara Falls, at the Upper Space, we have Fight War, Not Wars, Red Cross Benefit Show, with Well and Wasted, Border and City Beatdown, Dominion, Elephant, and Sin. Weedus and Kixie, are playing a couple shows in Ontario. June 24th at the Bitmore Theater in Oshawa. June 25th at the Legion in Tilsonburg. June 26th at the Casbah in Hamilton. And then, of course, September 9th and 10th in Mississauga at the Hansa House, we have Damage Control and Solace Music Promotions presents Hold Your Ground Fest 22 with Never Ending Game, Mind Force, Pain of Truth, Dare, Momentum, Gridiron, Cohesion, Cold Shoulder, Endgame, Mile End, and many more. Get your tickets at holdyourgroundfest.com. And if I'm not mistaken, you know, those tickets are running out fast, so grab them while you can. We have lots of cool music happening in Ontario. So if you're around any of those dates that are happening this summer in June, come out. It's going to be a good time. Support that local scene. It's been a while. We're thriving. You know, I'd like to say we're thriving right now. A couple of, you know, we had Adam Cameron on and he just did the tour with uh, Cold Shoulder and he was super excited. He said, you know, lots of cool shows. Lots of young folks are coming out, uh, which is like a new generation. Some people who probably listened to hardcore when they were in the pandemic, when they were in the lockdown, or probably finally get to go to their first show. And, uh, you know, Ontario hardcore is... And, and, and the other scenes, whether it's an indie show or a black metal or anything like that, we're, we're, we're happy to make that happen. And, and there's lots of cool music happening in Ontario. And this is the podcast to hear it all. And this is the podcast to hear all the funny stories. Because if you're new to the show, we bring musicians, promoters, photographers on. 
get them to tell some of the silliest stories that they have. And let me tell you, this week we had a great guest. We had a friend of mine, Matt Murphy. He's a familiar face of St. Catharines. You've probably seen him uh, taking your money at uh, the L3 nightclub back in the day when those places, when that, that place used to have a lot of shows happening three or four times a week. He was always the door guy. Uh, if he wasn't there, he was at uh, Detour slash Rockford's or whatever it's called now, uh, to, you know, doing the doors. And uh, not only does he do that, he, more importantly, he plays in a rad band that you're probably familiar with called USS. That's right. He plays drums in USS and he, and they're, they're super successful. So he had a bunch of cool stories that he had to tell us. Uh, and it was a great time. Uh, you know, we poured some, uh, brass monkeys out. Uh, and if you're unfamiliar with the, uh, what those are, just, uh, stay tuned. All right, folks, let's get into it. Supermodels and your broken beer bottles. I don't care. Party anywhere. I'm broke, man. Possibly beyond repair. This is the best. This is the best. My head is such a fucking mess. This is the best. Crack house arrest. My head's a mess. Well, I woke up on a Monday. I'd been Control, I'm crushing like a monster truck. I should care, but I don't care. I fucking don't care, don't care. Well, I woke up on a Monday. Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're watching another episode. 
My t-shirt of the week is Don Valley. They're a band from the GTA area. And my guest is Matt Murphy. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling <laughs> yeah. good. This one's your camera. Okay, cool, That's man. your camera. This cool. is our camera. This is my camera. Man. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, no worries. Thank oh, you so for having us. so good to have you on. Us, I'm like multiple personality. <laughs> I watch too much Moon Knight right now. I'm like, there's multiple things going on in here. Or that's just how you pronounce USS. Us. Yeah, us. us well, us is was the joke. Us with an apostrophe and then an S. Oh, us yeah. Is. yeah. We are us is. Us is. <laughs> so you're right. You want to tell a bit, uh, the audience a bit about yourself? Yeah, man. So, uh, I don't know. Like I've been playing music for ever. As long as I can remember, basically. Which is weird because my whole family is non-musical. Oh, really? Like, I have one cousin that was in a band, and no one else in my whole family plays music. No. So I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I wanted to stress was because everyone's like, oh, USS is a pop band. And I'm like, yes, we, we're alternative rock, sure. But I grew up on punk rock. And, and punk rock and hardcore are amazing. And also the DJ in my band grew up on hardcore and punk rock. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a little known fact about us that like we actually, that that's what built me. Absolutely. Basically. Like skate punk drumming is where I come from. So <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And like uh, folks would probably, if they don't know you from USS, they would definitely recognize your face from being the door oh, guy. This because... rosacea face from L3. <laughs> Yo, like, give me your money. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. Were, you were the door guy for as long was, as I can remember. I was in that cage for a good like... 10, 12 years, yeah. for sure. You probably, sure. Do, you, do you have any idea how many shows you've probably done that oh for? Oh, my God. No idea, but amazing bands coming through. Yeah, like, always. Dude, I remember when Bring Me the Horizon played. Yeah. And Ollie was hanging from the scaffolding. Yeah. And Joyce, who owns, Joyce and Joe, who own L3, they were, like, losing it. They were like, <laughs> there's going to be a lawsuit. Like, no. And it's like, he's, it's, that's what it happens. It's fine. <laughs> it's... You know? And then you, and then you go to, like, the Madball show. Yeah. Where, like, literally the SWAT team showed up. Yeah. And they're like, Murphy, watch the door. Don't let anyone leave. And I'm like, <laughs> this little dude with, like, a million New York hardcore guys running at me. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. That, that one. That was a crazy Comeback one. Kid. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Comeback Kid, Madball. What a show, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. I yeah. think I left early because I was like, this is getting dangerous. It got super dangerous. <laughs> like, it, it did. I, that's the only time I've ever done that. Yeah. Where you're just like out of a show. I'm like, I've like... seen Comeback Kid before. Yeah, I don't I'm need... okay. I'm okay. I think, yeah. you know, they've only got Wake the Dead left. Like, people are going <laughs> to pop off of that. I get it. I'm going. Yeah. Shout out Newfeld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? They cut, oh, they yeah. turned on the lights. They did everything. Le legit, the SWAT team showed up in the like the van. The SWAT van showed up with riot gear. It was nuts, man. Like, I didn't know that. My buddy who was uh, security there, I won't say his name, but he was doing security, and he got in a brawl with the guy, and you know how there's the back stairs behind yep. the stage? Yep. They, in like a brawl, rolled down that whole stairwell. Like, just yeah. like right out of a cartoon. Yeah, like, literally just... out of a cartoon, and then out the back door there. Like, it was nuts. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it was pretty insane. That was insane. intense. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, needless to say, we come from some uh, punk and hardcore roots. Yo, I've been around. I've been around. <laughs> it's all good, it's all good, yeah. And so, how long have you been playing in USS? Uh, So, I started in September... 2011 so just over 10 years cool yeah wow. and they've been they've been going since i mean jay and ash had a band called team of captains okay with another guy um uh charles hello charles uh and uh then he left and uss kind of started and they never had a drummer 
And then finally, they switch management because their manager at the time was like, you know, you don't need a drummer. You guys are good. Sure. But they were always getting like, well, you're not a real band because it's just a guy on stage playing music and then a guitar player. Right. So finally, uh, it's funny, Jay called me and I thought he was calling me to be their tour manager. (laughs) And he's like, do you want a drum? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do this. And I had to learn 17 songs in three days. Wow. And I went to rehearsal, to audition. I went to auditions. Yeah. Because I was assuming there's other people auditioning. Mm -hmm. And we just sat there and hung out like we always do. And then I'm like, should I get on the drums and play like a song or something? And they're like, oh, no, man, you already got it. And I was like, (laughs) I was so stressed out. I'm like, are you kidding me? But then it was like, oh, in two days from now, we're playing Kingston, which is my family's hometown. Okay. So I was sitting in the van literally until we had to go on stage listening to the songs to be like okay i remember this one i remember this one like i know how it goes right and i probably still messed it up but <laughs> no one else noticed yeah this, except for me so, that's super yeah. cool yep do we want to get in some uh, brass do, monkeys okay yeah. we should do this okay so we should introduce it yeah so everyone knows a brass monkey i would hope maybe maybe yeah. not maybe not maybe so, you want to explain it so yeah. originally it was like a malt liquor, usually OE, yep. with orange juice. But my buddy opened a bar downtown called Brass Monkey, and his rendition is PBRs with a little splash of Sunny D. Nice. And it's absolutely delicious. Yeah. And I'm a little bit hungover, so let's go. Let's, let's get into it. some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle, do you want one? Yes, sir. Oh, I got a glass <laughs> for you already, Kyle. Perfect. Don't Perfect. Even worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, and shout-outs to I, – that's Robbie. Robbie, Robbie Knuckles. Robbie Knuckles. Plays yeah. in uh, The Lucky Ones. The Lucky Ones. I was in that band. Yeah. yeah it was fun times. Uh, really cool bar. If anyone hasn't been down there, like uh, uh, re- like the aesthetic in there, it's just like same vibe as this. You got posters all over the wall. They got really cool memorabilia in there. They make really good food. Love the food there. I get food there all the time. And, yeah, uh, the, the food's incredible, actually. And the portions are like – how are you covering your food costs, bro? Like, that's a lot. When uh, when I worked right next door, because I worked right next door, yep. that was like, you know, I couldn't, I had to tell myself, you know, I couldn't get lunch there all the time because I'd be spending like, because I mean, like, that's like taken out every day. Uh, that would be my special food. Thursday would come around and it's like uh, my other coworker would come in. Like, I think we would always get the hot dogs. We were a big fan of the hot dogs. Those, those hot dogs. Dude, they're like gigantic like i know they're the like the nathan's like the footlongs or whatever but they're literally a foot long they're like they're huge so yeah a little splash not not a lot just not a little a, lot, eh? a little touch a little baby touch cheers cheers the anecdotes and oh. and to representing niagara music yeah, i love it thank i love you. it thank you it's tasty Wow, that is tasty. There's like, it's just that little splash. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Shout outs to Brass Monkey. Yeah. Brass Monkey. Go, go check out Robbie. Brass Monkey if you haven't. Yep. St. Paul Street. See you down there. Um. So yeah, let, uh, let's get back to USS for a bit. Yep. Um, yeah, so you're one uh, bandmate, uh, Jason. Yes. Uh, Human Kebab. Human Kebab. Where's the name come from? Human Kebab? Yeah. Okay, so Jay is uh, a historian at heart. Okay, cool. And when he was, so he went to, uh, oh my God, I'm going to screw this up. What's in Peterborough? Not Fleming. What's the other, what's the other university in Peterborough? He's going to hate me for this. Whatever. So he was in (laughs) university in Peterborough and he was, uh, 
obsessed with Vlad the Impaler. Okay. So the original Dracula, right? <laughs> yeah. And so the guy used to put all of his enemies that he killed, like he would impale them. Um, <laughs> like, but he was also really into shawarma. Right. So his uh, his friends in college just came up with the nickname Human Kebab. Nice. Because he loved that and he loved shawarma <laughs> and like and then that just became his DJ name. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, so so, was his DJ so name. that's how he started was okay. Human Kebab like as the DJ. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's funny because he actually opened for Ash. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then they they met on a golf course. They were both working. <laughs> that's a, right. Yeah, they were both working in this restaurant on the golf course. And like mutual coworkers were like, you should meet this guy because he's a weirdo and he loves music. And you should meet this guy because he's a weirdo and loves music. And so that's how the band kind of got together. Have you ever gone golfing with them? No, I'm trash at golf. <laughs> I mean, I've golfed like I golfed a lot when I was younger yeah. and I'm horrible at it. Yeah, I'm not very good. I I'm like a, golfing, but I'm not good. I'm a disc golfer now. I, yeah, that's actually one of my questions. Yeah. Do, like, do you do that often? Uh, like, yeah, we try and get out as much as we can. Do you just go to the uh, park? I'm also trash at that too, but <laughs> it's fun. It's super fun, right? You, you know? it, it's way more relaxed than golf. Golf yeah. is already a relaxed sport, but yeah, like yeah. disc golf. Is disc just... golf, you could literally like Illich. My buddy Illich will literally have a beer in his hand <laughs> and throw at the same time. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's how you play. It. That's how you play. Do you just go to the one downtown? Uh, we also go to Fireman's in Niagara Falls. Oh, okay, yeah, that one's yeah. probably a, a lot better. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Compared to Centennial, no, I'm not trying to crap on downtown St. Catharines, right. but Centennial's dicey. Yeah, it could be. You never <laughs> yeah. know who you're gonna run into down there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Einstein's of Consciousness was the final release of uh, mm. USS, uh, and that 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 came out the the beginning of last year. Were you involved in that process of the writing? Um. So with that album, not so much. But it's funny because we actually had so like some of those songs like Big Life. We were playing Big Life like four or five years ago. Like, we did the music video for Big Life easily five years ago, four years ago. Really? Yeah. And because of everything that happens with COVID, mm -hmm. so the album was done, and uh, we're on Warner, so Warner was just like, when do you want to put it out? And okay. we were like, well, obviously, right before a tour, and then we had the tour prepared, and cancel can like i literally lost three jobs in one day because of covid oh no i was djing merch kazes and playing in uss and all in one day i got a call from every one of them being like yeah so we don't need you like and well uss was like the tour is canceled <laughs> yeah right 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 but right. like or postponed but like the other two bars were like yeah like kazes was like yeah so it's like we're just gonna close down for like two weeks yeah and then you'll be back and i'm like okay and then it was just like two years later and then yeah. cas is closed it's it doesn't done. even exist yeah it doesn't so, even yeah, exist anymore yeah. so yeah covid what a little beast yeah i know eh? <laughs> and uh you folks uh announced final dates coming up in the summer yeah get your tickets at ussmusic.com for yeah. that that's gonna be awesome thank you, thank where you. was the last show for that one so we're doing so we did this last tour and we almost got through all of it. And the last two shows were uh, the sold-out shows at History in Toronto. Oh, yeah. And literally the day before, or maybe like the week before, whatever, July Talk played at History. And one of their per like people got COVID, mm -hmm. which happens. Yeah. Um, and then History came to us, and they're like, Ford's putting in the new lockdown protocol again. So you can do Friday, but you can't do Saturday. But we're going to take Saturday and make that the Friday. Or you can just wait. 
and we're like well we'll wait and then they're trying to give us like uh echo beach right on a tuesday or something wild and so we were just like, well, and then history came back, like the actual club itself was just like, well, we'll just give you Friday and Saturday again, but we'll push it till June. Mm-hmm. And we're like, that's perfect. Yeah. But it was crazy. We were on, we were literally playing Kitchener and we heard that history was canceled. Oh no. And we were like, so is this our last show ever? Like in, or not, sorry, not Kitchener, uh, Guelph. Right. I was like, is this our last show ever? Like all of us got like really emotional. Yeah. I'm like, I'll never see these guys again. What's going on? (laughs) Like, oh, it was crazy. And then they're like, oh, no, no, no. Like you still have history in June. And then because of that, other dates just started getting added. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was funny. And I'm not ripping on Alexis on fire because I love those guys. I know those guys. They're great people. But when Alexis originally called it quits, they literally played shows three months later. <laughs> and I said to Jay Parsons in the band, I was like, we can't do an Alexis. Like, we ha- if we're calling it quits, we're calling it quits. Yeah. And now we've all of a sudden, like, three months later, it's like, oh, we've got eight, nine more shows, eight more shows, right? So, yeah. So, was, shout out Alexis, though. New album's going to be dope. That's going to yeah. be cool. And, and Dead Tired just put out some stuff, oh, too. Oh, yeah. 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 I just checked out that tune. I don't know, like that I... song is so good. Eh? Yeah. So Marco, uh, Marco Bussett, that uh, guitar player in the band. Uh, so not Franz, but the other guy. Yeah. Um, he produced all the Del Asher album, or not produced. He engineered all the Del Asher oh, albums cool. that we put out. Yeah. So and he played in Del Asher. Really? Yeah. When we needed a guy, that's we were cool. Just like, hey man, like, and now know, he's like... working out of Dead Quarters. Yeah, right? yeah. That's his. That's his home base. Yeah, yeah that's which is amazing. Cool. Yeah, he was uh, Julius Buddies, uh, the guy that did the Alexis albums and Dallas Green's albums. He was his engineer forever, and then he's got his own thing now, which wow. is great. Yeah, he's an amazing talent too. Yeah, like crazy guitar player. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I think we have some plans. We have some plans. I think we're gonna be working with them soon. Nice. I don't know. That's if great. We might even have to cut that out. We're not sure. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, but so yeah, so your last show would what? What in Toronto is the last? So this is the madness now. So the last two shows are history, June tenth and eleventh. Um, but what got added was, so we're friends with Mike Weckerly, who owns El Combo. He was one of the Dragon's Den judges. Oh, cool. And he's like part owner of like Wahlburgers. Like, nice. Yeah, this dude's like, he's a, he's a character for sure. Yeah. So we, we played a festival at his own home property, uh, cause he did this like charity festival every year. Yeah. So we played that and he just, he came on stage with us. Like Jay put him on his shoulders and scratched with his foot and whatever so we became like really good friends with this guy um and he bought the alma combo right before it was going to get sold to just like random real estate okay because he wanted to revitalize it and keep it around because it's one of the most epic venues in toronto Mm -hmm. so we're doing alma combo june 1st 2nd and 4th (laughs) but then because we had the third off edmonton came back at us at midway and tickets are on sale now uh (laughs) and they were like well, we want one more USS show. And then Ottawa came at us and they're like, well, we want one more USS show. So now we're doing Alma Combo, Alma Combo, Edmonton, Alma Combo, couple days off, Ottawa, Toronto, Toronto, like history, wow. history. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be a crazy run. Yeah. I'm going to be exhausted. Yeah. Like this last tour, I was saying to Jay, I'm like, I'm old, man. Like my body's not built. Like we had a week off in Victoria and I yeah. was so stoked because I was just like, I just stayed in my hotel the whole time. <laughs> I, I woke up in the morning, went and got breakfast in Starbucks and then came back to the hotel room and was like, 
yeah i'm good I'm just gonna <laughs> watch like, movies I'm just gonna, yeah i'm just like dude my i'm 41 my body is just like stop touring yeah you can't do it anymore bro <laughs> yeah and uh, the band has so much history with toronto right yeah like, for uh, sure especially yeah. with uh with how like the band broke up and then got played on the edge and then like yeah so that was the crazy thing too when uh the first uh ep came out Mm -hmm. um they they kind of like it was a hiatus sort of breakup like they were just like nothing's happening so like whatever and then alan cross uh love alan cross oh yeah uh he was just like he was the uh music director for the edge and so he brought hollow point to the table with all of his other like DJs and stuff and was like, what do you think about this? I think we should play it. And at unanimous, unanimously, they were like, yeah, let's play it. And then Jay was already out in Edmonton on like the, well, not even Edmonton, like Alberta, like on the oil uh, pipeline. Really? Yeah, that was his job. <laughs> and he got called from the manager at the time. It was like, you need to fly back because the edge is playing you guys nonstop and we booked a bunch of shows. Yeah. And then so the band like, luckily got back together at least for me luckily got back together so yeah yeah, yeah, for sure for sure and then what here we are now you got how many gold records and platinums so (laughs) so stupid (laughs) um yeah so i got like three gold records and two platinums that's the huge deal i mean it's nice to it's nice to have it's nice to have yeah for sure for sure and uh for what songs are they uh so uh golden platinum for this is the best Gold and platinum for yin yang, and then work shoes just went gold. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. So, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like it was like I put it, and not to, uh, you know, it's Mother's Day. My mom passed away, but when I got that first gold record, I was like, she would love this. Like I was so emotional. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Shoutouts cool. to uh, my mom also passed away. Oh. So here we are on yeah. Mother's Day to moms. Fucking, you know, yeah, to moms. What now? This is a dumb question. I just thought of it. Can you play those records? <laughs> like, like drumming? No, I mean, like, oh. can you actually like? Oh them no, the actual record. No, can you can't. I'm do not, that. Oh, I mean, you could try, but could you, like, are they no, actually... there's no, they're not. No, no. Imagine they should be. That's though. what I mean. They literally, like, should be. Here we yeah. are. Like, if they're giving you a platinum record, well, gold's really malleable. So I feel like even oh, yeah. if you put a needle on it, it would just like <laughs> just dig into it. Yeah. yeah. So. It just becomes a hole. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have any musical endeavors lined up for USS at, well, after the band now? And because uh, you you've oh, been doing yeah. DJing a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't get me wrong. I love DJing. It's super fun, and the money's amazing. Uh, but uh, no, so well, I think I can talk about this. So Jay has another project going. Uh, that I have nothing to do with okay. <laughs> at all. I'm going to put that out there because you might watch this and be like, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to have something to do with it. But uh, so in COVID, I just started, like I got a new like home, like kind of studio, like rig going on. And I wrote like, I think I'm at like 30 songs now. Wow. And they're just little funny ideas, instrumentals, like yep. not really any vocals. But then I was sending them back and forth with Jay, right? And we were bouncing those back and forth. And then he has his new thing with uh, Adam from Three Days Grace. Oh, cool. Like the original singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can say this because they announced it. I'm allowed to say okay. this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But like, so those songs are insane. So then 
I've just been trying to learn those songs on drums. <laughs> nice, nice. Just in case. Just in case just anything in, comes just up. Just in case, Parsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, I'll always write music. I can't, I don't think I could ever not play music. Be involved like, with music. It, it, it would drive me insane if I didn't do something musically. Yeah. Right? So yeah, for sure. That's cool. That's super cool. I really want to get back into punk rock. I'm not going to yeah? lie. Like, uh, like when I left the Lucky Ones, it was, it was funny. <laughs> they wrote a song about it uh but like i it was such a fun time with those guys yeah like and just like dirty punk rock is just fun yeah you know there's like, a lot of like carefreeness to yeah it. i think 90 percent of our songs were just about drinking like <laughs> maybe like 10 percent were about like relationships or something but yeah yeah it's like it's like my band hellbent we it's yeah, yeah. very smoke oriented yeah so yeah well a great smoking. band too I love yeah, thank I love you yeah, no no respect respect yeah for sure and uh, is there has there been any bands that have caught your attention in ontario with the last couple of years or so anything that you've been really mm. jamming in ontario ontario damn you're putting me on the spot right now on the spot it's bad because I'm probably going to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always want a guest to be like, no, there's yeah. zero bands that I listen to. Well, this to. is this is the worst part. Okay, and I don't know if other guests have said this, but being in a band and touring took me out of the music scene. Like, I don't go to shows. Like, shows kind of drive me insane now. Right. Like, I get, I get really bored, and I'm old, so yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm, like, tired. Like, I want to go home. Yeah. Um, so... It definitely took me into the music scene and it kind of bummed me out because I see like my son, the hurricane playing and like Jacob's always talking about bands and like local artists. And I'm just like, I don't know who that is. Like, what do you, who, what are you talking about? Right. Um, so unfortunately, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like in Ontario, no, no. It's fair. It's fair. I mean, yeah. it, it's hard to keep up with all the bands that are happening, yeah. right? There's yeah. so many bands that are happening. True, true. And, uh, even like you bring up a very good point. Oh, like, actually I can say one Ontario band and he was on here. Lastly. Yeah. Keegan. I love lastly. Oh, we love Keegan. Lastly's dope, great. man. Yeah, lastly's yeah. dope. And shout out to Scott too. Scott like, too. Yeah. Yeah. What, Scott's a way better drummer than I am. hundred percent. hundred percent. I can easily admit that. So yeah. <laughs> um, and, and you, and you brought up a really good point of like, you know, being in a touring band, going to a show can sometimes feel like you're at work, but you're not doing, you're not getting paid to do it. Like, you know what I mean? It's got yeah. a different vibe. Of course, you love going to the shows and supporting everybody. That's that's like that's why you're there. Yeah. But like you do like, you know, getting at our age, your feet do get tired. You want to oh, sit man. down. You want to yeah. like, you know, I'm not even one to even drink at shows anymore. I'm really yeah. just like, you know, I'll have uh, maybe a Red Bull to keep me awake, to be honest. Yeah. Like, uh and uh, and and when they get too late, I'm like, I know, like, I know, I have nothing planned for tomorrow. But Dude, like, I'm trying to understand how I survived any warp tour. Oh my god! Like, I'm, yes, like, <laughs> I'm like, how did I stand for 12 hours and watch like 20, like 20, 30 bands play? Yeah, I don't get it. Like my body's <laughs> just like now. I'm just like too big. If I when I was working for Matt Barisi yeah. doing uh, the door. And it would be a seven-band bill because hardcore shows are like that, right? And well, Breezy definitely stacked the bills. Yeah, well, he's trying, as to, he could. he's trying to get some cash. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this is band two. Yeah, like, are you half and kidding it's, me it's right now? 8:30? Like, yeah, it's 8:30. Oh, come and on. I got five more of this. Like, come on. Like, you know, and no offense to any of those bands, no, but it was just all. like. I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> Especially at Rockford's, because Rockford's, like, can we just be honest? Rockford's sounded like shit. 
didn't have a good sound. It, was it had brutal. a weird setup where like your like like band's like quote unquote green room backstage. Yeah, your setup was upstairs. Yeah, yeah, and, it was like, brutal. I was, did sound there a couple times, and I'm like, this is like you would have to run downstairs and be like, okay, does it sort of sound okay? And then you go back upstairs, and you're like. <laughs> Well, it sounds fine here, but, like, it probably sounds horrible yeah. down there. Yeah, it was a weird setup. Uh, and, like, every time it got bought, the venue owners couldn't do anything about that kitchen back there. Yeah. All of them wanted to create a kitchen back there, but there yeah. was something that was holding back. I couldn't remember, exactly remember, but, yeah. like... Yeah, uh, not my favorite venue. I mean, I would have even taken. I, we had Coca Cabanas for a bit. That was like yeah. that was an okay like yeah, yeah. temporary spot. Yeah, That's a hole now. I don't no, know if it's yeah. been downtown. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's, it's not even an existing Dude, building. Take, what was Timmer's place? 73. I'd take 73 over that was, Rockford. That was old Rocky. Oh, that's Rock Universe now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 73. 73 was funny because the, the band would start playing and it was all just off one power source yeah. and everything would shut off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything would flicker. Yeah, you know, people would punch holes in the oh, wall. Oh yeah. yeah, it was a it was DIY uh, like, but in like the best. That's like, what I was gonna the say. In the best yeah. way, like yeah. uh, shout out to Timmer for making that yeah. happen. He did, he made a lot of stuff happen in yeah, St. Catharines sure. yeah. because of that spot, right? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, so was Del Asher your first band that you played in? Not my first band at whatsoever. So when I started, I was in high school, and my buddy Chris Cadell, who is in. A million bands now he's in big rack he plays with sass jordan he oh, plays cool. with colin james uh so we were like 14 15 so we originally started as like doing nirvana and green day covers yeah. at at the high school like cafeteria yeah but he really gravitated towards stevie ray vaughn and Jimi hendrix and he became a blues guy so the uh myself chris and uh mark i forget mark's last name at this point uh, three-piece blues band. So we'd be like 15 years old playing these bars downtown Belleville where we grew up. Uh, like blues music. They straight That's up Steve cool. Ray Vaughan and Bi uh, uh, Big Sugar and like tons of Jimi Hendrix um, and a million other like Muddy Waters and all these other blues artists, right? Uh, and it was just like everyone gravitated towards it because they're like, they're so young and they're doing it. And it's like, and I was a horrible drummer. I don't know how I was in this band, but... <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's where I originally started. Yeah. And it was funny, like, as soon as we were done our, our, you do three sets, right? Mm -hmm. And as soon as we were done, we had to leave because we were too young to be in the bar. Can't hang out, yeah. And there would be, like, people coming up and trying to give us shots. <laughs> and, like, the bartenders are like, no, they're, like, 15 years old. Like, no, <laughs> like, stop. Uh, and so that's how I started playing music was with those guys, like, really. Like, I mean, I played in grade school, but, like, that's my first, like, band experience yeah. and, like, getting out there. And then, I mean, I had my own, like, skate punk band called Exit the Scene, which is still my Yahoo email, <laughs> which nice, is funny as hell. Nice. Yeah, and no, I think my Twitter's Mad Exit. They, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's old school. That's going back. <laughs> and how did you, like, gravitate towards that punk rock scene? Like? Um, so... My sister was into a lot of, like, rock and roll and stuff, um, and she was into, like, a lot of Guns N' Roses, but she loved the Ramones. Yeah. And so my first kind of, like, introduction to punk rock would probably be through that. Yeah. But I, my first big thing was, oh, this is actually, this is a anecdote, even though it's supposed to be at the end, but... That's fine. Uh, so... Obviously, No Effects was kind of, like, a band I listened to. Like, Ribbed was, like, I, I was, like... 
the, these vocals are so bad, but the songs are so good. Yeah, yeah. But I came up here because I grew, I lived in St. Catharines when I was a kid. Okay. And I came up here to hang out with my best friend. Oh, my parents are not going to like this story. Uh, and I went to like a party. Yeah. So he's a couple years older than me. I went to a party and like smoking weed and whatever. And like I was just drinking everything because they thought it was funny. They're like, oh, drink this, drink, whatever. So I wake up the next morning and there's literally, for you kids that don't understand, a boom box beside me. Yeah. So I'm on a couch and there's this boom box. There's a stereo down here, right? And I just hit play on it. And face to face, disconnected comes on. Cool. And I was like, what is this? And I literally kept rewinding and I listened to that song like six times before my buddy finally woke up and like we left because it was just at a random house uh and I was just like holy crap like it was game changing it, it like it did something in my brain where I was just like what it like this is amazing I love this let's go yeah and then that's where like the kind of skate punk start came yeah. from right and it was on fat records and i'm like oh everything fat records is amazing which yep. it kind of is yeah so, <laughs> yeah so i just uh yeah that's where i started with it that's super a cool. party in st Catharines. yeah started started my career <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh and you were involved with uh with the sound quite a bit actually you mm-hmm. not only and which uh which was like a a newspaper that covered a lot of the local uh, un- yeah. uh niagara scene yeah um that must have been tough covering everything, eh? It was, uh, yeah, because there's so much, right? Yeah. So we had a lot of people working on it, especially like when we when it came to the podcast, we had like, I think there was four of us at the core, but we always had like two other people on every podcast. Yeah. And you would bring your own kind of stories to it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it didn't necessarily have to be something in the paper, but, but shout out to Chris Illich for that, because like he, he did the hard work on that and right. still does like he's he's uh trying to relaunch it actually okay i was yeah just about i think to ask, like... i think i think he was saying like maybe july he okay. might start so Great. yeah but writing for that it's just i've always it's funny when i was a little kid i almost failed grade two because <laughs> i couldn't read and write sure because in grade one i was taught uh memorization not phonetics okay so when i got into grade two i moved to belleville in grade two and my it was a nun teacher too as well right yeah so yeah that's how old i am and she was like she talked to my parents and she's like matt might fail grade two uh because he can't uh he can't read Mm -hmm. and then like so then i got crazy about it and it got like really intense and i'm like i'm gonna master all of this uh and then so that's just like a thing like i just want to write and hopefully it's okay yeah and people like it i don't know but yeah I got really weird with it. It was a little bit of an obsession. So, yeah, for <laughs> and, sure. And yeah, you guys did the the podcast, which was super cool. Yeah. How many episodes of that? Like that that didn't uh, like I I listened to that. Uh, I would always listen to that on my I walk to work. I honestly want to say like seventy, but I might be way wrong. On yeah. That. Wow. <laughs> but like maybe seventy. Yeah. yeah so know. quite a bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You guys were putting yeah, it out. It was uh, weekly too, right? Yeah. It was, and it, the only reason it, I mean, well, there's multiple reasons we kind of just stopped it, but uh, basically. Jacob had a baby, yeah, and he was our editor yeah. as well as our like kind of main front man. He was kind of like the MC, yeah. I guess you could and say. it was just like, thanks, Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Jacob. You ruined yeah. another podcast. <laughs> another podcast. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, and you have a Twitch channel too, right? 
Yeah, unfortunately. What do you do mostly on it? Is that music or yeah, games? Yeah, it's, it's more. So I've done a little bit of gaming, but um, it's mostly music. And I, looking back on it, I'm like, this must be so boring, <laughs> because I talk to myself. It, the reason I did it was because writing music. If I just sit at home on my own, yeah, I can pick up a guitar and like try and write a song, or I can like load up like lot or uh, like. Uh, Oh my god, I'm, I was going to say Logic or Pro Tools, which is not Ableton. <laughs> I can load up Ableton and like write something. But if I think, even if no one's in the chat, if I think someone's watching, I'm more productive. Sure. Because I'm like, oh, like maybe they're entertained by this little thing I did, right? right? So that's that's where the Twitch channel, and COVID, that's where the Twitch channel came from. Yeah. I was lonely, and yeah. I was like... Boom, I'm going live. Like, yeah. check this out. So, yeah. Twitch is a, a super cool platform. Yeah. I've been 100%. trying to, like, I, I, I've, I've done, a, I've gone on there and done some drumming. I did, like, yeah, I, yeah. I have just, like, an electric kit over there and I'll yeah, do some yeah. drumming along. Um, and I don't do it too often. I've tried to do, I've tried to even stream some of our D&D sessions. Oh, yeah. Just to see, like, if it's any, because our D&D sessions are wild, obviously. We're just a bunch okay. of guys fucking around, right? Nice, like, man. You know, having a good time. Dude, I haven't played Dungeons & Dragons since <laughs> I was, like, 15. It's good times. Yeah, for we'll sure. We'll have to play sometime. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> and I know, I'm like, well, uh, Kyle, Kyle, you're pretty active on Twitch. Uh, so, I, I, anyone's watching? Like, what, check you, out Kyle's Twitch. Check out check Kyle's Twitch at this. I don't know what your <laughs> handle is off the top of my head, so you can check it right here. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's so, so that's cool. So it was it's mainly music oriented and doing. Yeah, so it's just basically me. So I was using this program called Amplify, which is this UK program. It's kind of like Splice or Arcade, where it's like segments of like 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 melodies or beats or whatever. But you can get in there and literally chop them up and cool. do whatever you want. So I was doing a lot of that, um, just for the it, it, because it's more entertaining yeah. than. Like, I was watching this band, The Midnight, which I really love, like the Synthwave band. Yeah, I love The Midnight. And uh, the one main guy was doing Twitch streams as well, like, in, I think he was using Logic. And, like, he's in there, and that's cool, but it's, like, so boring, because he's literally like, I'm going to move this snare <laughs> over here, and I'm going to put the sure. kick drum over here. And it just takes forever. Yeah. Whereas, like, Amplify is a little bit more, like here's here's a cool thing and i'm gonna mess around with it and reverse it and whatever yeah. and like i can like my whole thing with a stream was like i had to finish a song right like it wasn't like i'm working on something it's like no in this like four hour stream we're gonna finish a song we're gonna right? start yeah and finish a song yeah that's super cool and it's like more improvised too yeah. right like, well and and if anyone was in chat i'm like what do you guys think and yeah. like i was getting feedback like the one this one guy i know I was like, dude, if this song actually makes money, I owe you like two points on it. Because <laughs> like, he was like, no, right there, cut out the drums. And it made the whole track. And I was like, damn, you're damn. right. <laughs> it, it reminds me of, uh, you ever watch, uh, there, there's one streamer, uh, I don't know if he's on Twitch, uh, Mark Ribier. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, I'm a... <laughs> I'm obsessed with Mark Rivera. Yeah, he, where he's oh just like doing like four hour streams. So of he's just... got his own show now. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got his own show. And it's looks like it looks like Wayne's World Basement. <laughs> nice. And guests come over and he just like they just riff out oh, cool. for like two hours. Like nice. it's crazy. It's That's on cool. like Hulu or something. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, the one platform we can't yeah, get. Yeah, I know, right? The one platform in Canada. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, oh, shit. I, I'm pretty sure you can watch it on YouTube. But, yeah. Yeah. But he's amazing. That guy is like literally the best of music yeah he's like, super entertaining yeah him and uh 
if it comes to like personalities, him and John Batiste, uh, Stephen Colbert's yeah. uh, head uh, piano player, like that. I mean, I know he just won a ton of Grammys, but like I've been into that guy for like <laughs> eight years now, and I'm That's just cool. like, holy crap! Yeah. Like you're you're killing it, and he's so positive. Right. Yeah. That's cool. I think we can get in some anecdotes. Oh crap! Right on. So let's talk oh, about. I might- I might need to crack this other beer. You might need to crack the I other one. Need to, I That's might need fine. to. I got more. I got more if you guys need them. I got more if you need them. <laughs> I'm not driving anywhere after. I'm, I'm not lying. I Kyle's got more. Ride. Kyle, are you good? Yeah. You have another one? Okay, you got to bring your glass out. another one for the, for the anecdotes. Trying to get a grip from my brain, I rip Government microchip, here I am I don't understand why fusion of illusion equals infinite confusion But we're all the same blood, building the same frame Stuck in the same mud, cheating at the same game We're all the same here, feeling the same pain Stuck in the same curve, rushing through the same vein When I was higher than the pole I must have been peaking Shadow sneak, formaldehyde and seek, neuropeptide, systems override, faith is multiplied, quantified, trust angel mechanic guide. We're all the same blood, building the same frame, stuck in the same mud, cheating at the same game. We're all the same girl, feeling the same pain, stuck in the same curve, rushing through the same vein. Socialistic battle, white collar, bread, cattle, greed, riding horseback, morals, riding side saddle.
Um, but uh, no, I was uh, talking to Parsons in USS, and I'm like, because we have a lot of funny stories, right? But I'm like, and not that any of them are like nefarious in nature by any means, but some of them maybe just shouldn't be talked about. Sure. <laughs> so I was like, well, what ones can I talk about, and which ones should I not talk about? <laughs> so uh, to start, he was so he was talking about the last tour. And he's like, you just talk about the last tour because the last tour was insane. Um, like, we didn't even know if we were going to ever be able to go on tour, right? Right. So the band could have ended without a final tour. But we got out there and first show in Buffalo. So we did two shows in Town Ballroom. <laughs> first show in Buffalo. For some reason, there was champagne on the rider, which okay. we never have. <laughs> and I'm like, what? two bottles of champagne, whatever. So the final, and so this is night one though. It's not even night two. It's night one, <laughs> and Ash brings out the champagne for the encore. Okay. And he's and he's got cups, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna pour, and we can all cheers at the end. It'll be like a very nice gesture." <laughs> no, he cracks the champagne, pours it all over himself, <laughs> then takes off his shirt rings it into the glass and ash is a sweater he's a big time sweater like i'm sorry ash <laughs> ashley buchholz i love you you're my brother but like rings it into the uh glass yeah then drinks it oh my god he didn't serve you guys it no <laughs> thank god and there's like this much in the bottle and he's like oh, murphy and i'm like yeah i'm good man like don't worry about it so this is his part one of a three-part yeah thing so then we're playing Edmonton and we have a song called Work Shoes. Right. Someone throws their work boots <laughs> onto the stage. He pours his drink into the boot, shoves it down, spits it back into the boot, and chugs it again. And I'm like literally almost vomiting side stage. <laughs> like I'm like behind my drums and I'm just like, uh uh. Because I have a really easy gag reflex. I've been and I'm there like, right where there was. I was there. like, no, no, don't. And he, the second time, I was like, God damn it, man. Like, it was funny as sh like, shit. Of though. course. Like, we were all laughing. Like, the I, I, crowd I, I, is loving it. Then we get to Vancouver. <laughs> and there's this, like, old, like, uh, like, chair from, like, 1960s classroom. Yeah. Off stage for some reason, randomly. And there's all sorts of dried gum under it. So he brings out the chair, and the whole the whole fan base is like, chair, chair, chair. <laughs> then randomly, because he, he does this one acoustic song on his own. Yeah. Like, he just picks a random song every night, but cool. it's like an acoustic moment. Yeah. And he pulls off the gum underneath and starts chewing it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Like, what are you doing? So basically, this last tour was just, at, what's Ash going to ingest tonight? Yeah, really? Yeah, it was... It was Quite interesting, for sure, for sure. Gum from friggin' like 1960. I was just gonna say, yeah, when gum was invented, he was like, "It's so old. There's nothing in it anymore." And I'm like, "It's still disgusting. Like, no yeah. matter what you're doing, it's pretty horrible." Yeah. So yeah, that's quite fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it was. It was so, so always a party when you folks are playing. Well, I never know what I, Jay and I never know what he's gonna do. Really? Yeah, that's a good time. Which is, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I no, don't get me wrong, I love it, but it's like oh, yeah. you honestly don't know who you're getting yeah. any given night. So you know <laughs> that's super cool. Yeah, and right he, on. He's an entertainer for sure. For yeah, sure. yeah, just a, like a natural entertainer. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
Um, I mean, I've got other ones too, but there's two others I can't tell. hundred sure. <laughs> percent. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, man, you said come up with three or four. I'm going to count that as three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a good one right there. Um, I don't really know, man. I mean, outside of like the typical, like, like Del Asher, we're like sleeping in parking lots, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing with other bands though. Other bands have always been sweethearts. That's I've good. never, I don't think there's ever been one show I've ever played where I'm like, screw those guys, right? Like ever, which is kind of a rarity. I feel like that happens a lot, but quite often. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's good definitely, to know. <laughs> definitely. I really want to tell you about Singapore, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> we'll do it off off camera. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, where's the, like, is Singapore the furthest you've ever played from home? Uh, yeah, so. Singapore, it was funny. It was like my first. I flew a couple times with the guy, so I never flown until I was in this band because wow, I was so cool. scared of it. I was so like frightened of flying, and as soon as I got on my first flight, I'm like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> like I loved it. Um, but so, oh, this is another anecdote again about Ash. <laughs> so we fly to Singapore and we go Toronto to Japan. Yeah, and then we go seven and a half hours down to Singapore, so twelve hours to Japan. And right off the bat, uh, like, stewardess comes by. And if it's an international flight, drinks are free. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take, like, like a little bottle of red wine and, like a, like, a vodka soda. And she serves us, and Ash gets whatever, like a beer or something. And then she comes back the second time, and there's the little pillows that you have. Yeah. And he's taking the pillowcase off, and he's wearing it as a hat. <laughs> and so it's myself at the aisle, Ash here in the middle, and then random person in the window, and Jay's in front of us. And uh, she's like, I was like, yeah, I'll take another like red wine. And she's like, well, unfortunately, sir, I can't serve you. And I was like, oh, like, why? And then she like just points at Ash, and I look over, and he's wearing the thing as a hat because she thought he was wasted. <laughs> And I'm like, no, he's just a weirdo. Like, and then Parsons, who already got his drinks, is laughing his ass off in front of me. And I'm like, yo, pass me like one of those wines back. Like, come on, man. Like, so I got cut off for a 12-hour flight because of weirdo Ash wearing a thing. Oh my god, I was pissed, man. Damn. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. And then the flight down to Singapore was great though because no one was on the plane and it was the four seaters in the middle. Yeah. So I was like, can I go lie down? They're like, yeah, you can lie down. Just put a seatbelt around you. So we all slept until <laughs> Singapore. but, And then Singapore gets crazy. Again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah again. Off nothing, ba- nothing bad. Nothing bad. Nothing bad, people. But uh, <laughs> Singapore gets a little... I was I was attacked in Singapore. In in Not attacked. That's a, Maybe that's a bold word. Sure. I was... No, accosted is still bold. I don't know. <laughs> I was confronted. Yeah. Yeah. And I realized I couldn't swim and I jumped into a swimming pool and almost drowned. And it oh, was wow. funny. Yeah. But in a good way. Like it was all laughs. Yeah. Like I wasn't like upset about it. <laughs> but I jumped in the swimming pool. I was like, oh my God, I can't swim. And I'm like, <gasps> oh my God, that, that's terrifying. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> I'll tell you the rest of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so when you, when you're on the road, Mm. What is your go-to gas station snack? Oh, I mean, Jay and I beef jerky. 100%. Yeah, yeah every time? Uh, Slim Jims or... And so so if it's a proper gas station... So if it's not like a commercial gas station, we'll literally get like... If it's like the homemade beef jerky. Yeah. I'm like, what's that all about? Let's yeah. test that out. Yeah, for is sure. Is there any area that has 
better homemade beef jerky. I think literally uh, in the prairies, man. Yeah. Because there's nothing to do and there's no major, like, it's you're not going to, like, a Shell or a Petro. Like, right. it's literally the side of the road gas station. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they have yeah. nothing to do out there, but yeah. make Just jerky. Just make, make jerky. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Now, someone who's probably traveled quite a bit, where is one of the weirdest venues you've had to play? Uh... Oh, that's maybe a... not even necessarily with USS, maybe even no, with Del no, Asher. Yeah, or... that's a good question, too. I mean, we did some really small, weird ones. There was, uh, we did this East Coast tour, and I think it was just trying to fill dates to get to Halifax, yeah. basically. But we played, like, literally a bistro. Like, it would be, <laughs> like, the whole restaurant was probably as big as your basement here, <laughs> and the stage was the couch. Wow. So not very big. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> we're, like, aggressive and loud. Like, even though we're, like, kind of a pop band, but it's, like, super heavy and loud. Yeah, absolutely. And and they're, like, dial it down. And really? I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, that's a me? weird. Yeah. That... And the first time I played Germany was like that, too. It was a really – the first venue uh, – I don't know if it was in Munich or not, but the first venue was really, really small. And everyone's like, you got to be quieter. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I, that's not how we play, man. We're like in your face and like, yeah. loud. like, it's like drum and bass music, like with huge, like bass drops. Like, what do you want? So exactly. Yeah. And have you, have you ever, so you've played all over the world. Have you gone to Australia? No. So I didn't actually, I don't think USS went to Australia either. I haven't had a chance to go to Australia. Yeah. I'd love to. That'd yeah. be amazing. That, yeah. That's, that's we one did, of the bucket list. With me in the band, we did a lot of Europe and we did Asia a bit. I didn't get to do Japan. I was a little bummed out. Oh no, that. eh? Yeah. Well, like Liam, so Liam, our manager, shout out Liam, Colleen, I love you. Uh, <laughs> he was the drummer for Not By Choice. If oh, you remember, cool. I that definitely band. remember yeah, Not yeah, By yeah. Choice. They yeah. had a really fun music video that like yeah. spoofed. Uh, oh, no, it was I, I like it was that, that whole like uh, that much music, the much music thing. Yeah, 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 yeah I can't, the, the, yeah. the song is slipping me, but yeah, I I could sing it. Yeah. Oh, I could definitely sing <laughs> yeah. it. Right now. I'm not going to, but I could sing it. Yeah. Uh, but so. He, uh, he's like, Hey man, like I get this email. He's like, I'm not trying to take your job, but there's no money in this tour. They were opening for a simple plan. Who's on the same management as us. Right. And he's like, I'm not trying to take your job, but there's no money in this tour. And I'm already going cause I'm the manager and I'm like, I'm just going to play. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, cool. Like have fun with it. Yeah. Like all good. Uh, and then he also had to fill in with me. I was talking to Robbie about this last night. He had to fill in because uh, I had a lot of back taxes at one point. Okay. And the CRA has an agreement with France. So we were playing underneath the Eiffel Tower, and I couldn't go play the show because I owed taxes in Canada. Really? Yeah. That's a that's a real thing. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. Pay your folks. taxes. Yeah. You can't play in France. Yeah. Underneath the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. So I missed that one, and Liam played, but I guess it, it wasn't a good show. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it wasn't the best show. Yeah. Fair so enough. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you have any pre-show rituals? Uh, so actually, yeah, definitely. So I was saying with Parsons, so I listen to music and I usually listen to like hardcore. Okay. Like to get pumped. Like, Is there like a go-to band? Well, Comeback Kid is like always in there. But uh, Comeback Kid and um, Evergreen Terrace are nice. like my evergreen terrace specifically yeah they're like, a really I, cool band i tweeted those guys so hard that they started <laughs> finally responding to me and i'm like when's the next show you got to come back to canada like what's up yeah but uh that was we did this arena tour and every night it was dead horses or it was broken arrows 
Cool. And I was just like, and it was funny, like, the one other guy in the band would come over, and he's like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, Evergreen Terrace, or like, come back in. He's like, they're dope, because he, he loved hardcore too. And I just like jump around and like get pumped. Uh, and also, as cheesy as it is, I need that like just the bump or the like the little hands in. Like it actually makes a huge difference. Right, right. You need some sort of like yeah. team if, connection. If I go on stage and we're all kind of separate, like I feel weird. I feel disconnected. So sure. yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. got to always have that team. Yeah. kind of like mentality whenever yeah you're for sure band. well you're a family right you're yeah. on the road you're living together so you're gonna yeah. bicker sometimes oh, family yeah. it's just how it is it right? happens. It happens. <laughs> yeah, for sure for sure uh yeah. now normally when i ask my guests you know you know you're you know i would say this band is at the big you're at the size of metallica but you know your folks are pretty big so let's just say uss you're at the level that you guys are you guys are always doing selling out shows what but in this case what would you ask for if you had an unlimited oh the rider budget yeah oh like budget or rider yeah an unlimited budget like, for your rider for for the rider uh oh man i mean all the beef jerky i don't know <laughs> like uh like un, unlimited well so we started this thing so our old he was our monitor guy and then he became our sound guy tour manager Dan Graham, love you, Dan Graham. Uh, he had this light bulb that he just got like at like a dollar store or something, mm -hmm. but it was like the party bulb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you turn it, it's like just like colorful lights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we started having like, okay, here's the green room, here's the party dance room, and that was like our thing. So I'm like that to like the billionth extent, like full on like PA, yeah. like and like not J DJing, but like an out, like let's get Steve Aoki in there, sure. like just like pumping us up before the that's show, cool. yeah, yeah, like that, something that's like cool. that, throwing cakes in everyone's faces, yeah, like, yeah. I'd, I mean that was that's where I'd go with it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's definitely like just like a pre-show party, yeah, for and then sure. Before you get on stage, that would definitely loosen you up before yeah. you ended up on there, yeah, definitely. That's, that's for a good sure. answer, like yeah. straight up, like. A, a, a mini rave yeah like i want to show before we have to yeah, play a show, show before basically. the show yeah like get my favorite artist get peter gabriel in there like there you just, go yeah. <laughs> he's like don't give up yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, super cool all right i've only got one more question for okay. you what are your top five favorite uh or influential uh bands of all times if you can't give me five give me three well i can i can give you five for sure Okay, so number one, easy. This is easy for me. Saves the day. Right on, yeah. Uh, and and in the realm of music, they're relatively newer. I yeah. would get like say right, like nineteen ninety nine when Can't Slow Down came out. Um, but uh, there's something that just it kind of broke my heart too because Chris Conley, the lead singer, did an interview and he said on that album that. It, it was a, a creative writing thing he did for school because he went to, I think he was in Princeton. Uh, like he dropped out. I don't think he finished, but like yeah. it was a creative writing thing. And so he's like, all oh, the lyrics are just like stories. And I'm like, no, like I, I believed in everything. Like there's a song about divorce and right? like my parents got divorced and I was like, oh my God, this is my life. And yeah. he's like, oh, I just made it up. And I'm like, you suck. But, <laughs> but no, so saves today for sure. Depeche Mode. Nice. Number two. Big time. Yeah. That was like probably the first cassette tape I ever had was music for the masses. Yeah. Uh, so I was really, really into that. 
people don't know how the impact that Depeche Mode oh had in God. the 80s, man. They were huge. They were huge. I, when I was in grade eight, my, my teacher was like, she made us like watch like like a behind the music MTV thing about yeah. Depeche Mode. She was like, you're going to learn about Depeche Mode. Yeah, yeah. It was yes, crazy. And they were, so they like had backing tracks, but it was literally from real, real to real. So really? like they had their like stage manager hit play and the whole set couldn't end like it had to be exactly what it is yeah. because it was just literally this tape playing wow. so there's no stop like oh like we messed up or he wants to talk to the crowd it yeah. was just like go stop like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no time to stop yeah was, wow that's was, super cool yeah, I didn't it was know crazy. That about that. yeah it was crazy there's a really good documentary of them playing at the rose bowl and it shows that and it's oh, like yeah. yeah it's pretty intense cool. um Damn, I was like, oh, I can do five easy, and I'm like, got two. And I'm I like, know. Uh, I'm like, I'm out. Um, punk rock, uh, no effects, obviously. Yeah. Big time. Huge cool yeah. band. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I loved all the – they weren't necessarily my favorite Fat Records band, but they were, like, kind of what got me into it with Face to Face as well. But, like, no effects was, like, I listened – I own every single album. Yeah, like, I was yeah. just, like – trying to find all the demos you know <laughs> they're, uh, they're a rad band to follow yeah. too like that that tv yeah. show that they have backstage yeah yeah backstage passport is so good thing. i know i was talking about that last night too with robbie i was like you haven't seen it yet oh, oh my man God. you if, if anyone hasn't seen yeah any, watch backstage passport it's on, it's on youtube that tour manager is like <laughs> the, he's the craziest dude ever <laughs> when he's smashing his head through the airport window yeah and then he loses all the money from the one show he's like i got robbed yeah it's like no <laughs> like, you're no, just drunk and like spent it like uh yeah that was crazy uh and not to be too cliche but obviously nirvana was like huge on me too like drumming like dave Grohl, man like i'm a drummer so you know like obviously john bonham but then dave Grohl is like the new john bonham and like and taylor hawkins rest in peace like some peace yeah for sure like the i definitely foo fighters nirvana nirvana big time yeah uh and then is that four i think that's four and then fifth would be Fifth, I should name someone new. <laughs> I mean, I listen to so much new music; it's hard because there's like there's so much music out there, right? Constantly happening. I'm gonna say number five is Hellbent. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no respect, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank for you. Sure, Primitive for sure. hits in. You can go check it out on Spotify right now. Check it out; it's up there. Yeah, <laughs> I got it in my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Well, um, I think we can end it there. So uh, oh, if you want to plug all the socials and if you have anything else that you want to plug or yeah. uh, give a shout out to. I think uh, just uh, the socials, I'm pretty sure it is USS Music. Yeah. Like at USS Music, I think is all across the board. Uh, and then, I mean, I'm not up to too much, man. <laughs> if you want to check me out on SoundCloud, it's MCPM. Nice. Oh, yeah. The, like all 30 covid songs are up there <laughs> there's some pretty funny gems in there so yeah, yeah, yeah and your twitch sure. channel is uh same mcpm yeah cool, cool. Yeah, yeah and uh for the last couple of those uss shows you guys are doing like a huge donation too right yeah so the alma combo shows i'm really stoked on this actually because i the band asked me they're like we're doing three shows mm-hmm. each night we pick a charity so i picked sea shepherd which i like have been a supporter of for god knows how many years at this point um amazing amazing uh charity and uh just out there like if we don't have our oceans our earth doesn't exist exactly like basically that's that's the bottom line of it right absolutely yeah for sure for sure yeah and then jay picked uh he got a rescue dog from egypt uh i can't remember what his charity is but like it's the charity that he got the dog from yeah and then ash picked special olympics 
That's awesome. Yeah. That's so, great. Yeah. So, folks, if you want to go check out USS, definitely go get your tickets at ussmusic.com. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, Thank, Thank you for you helping for... us with the sound. Gee, I know uh, worries, the man. folks that are going to be watching this, they <laughs> yeah. didn't get the experience this, but we yeah, had a yeah. little bit of tech difficulty. And, uh, Listen, who sound else? guy extraordinaire. I'm <laughs> here. I'm here to help. But Matt Murphy to help us out. Awesome. awesome. Well, let's Thank... end it there. Yeah, thanks for Perfect. having me. Perfect. <laughs>